The word world has been used in a variety of ways in the Gospel of John and then later on in his letters that he writes. So for instance, in the Gospel of John chapter 1 verse 10, it says that the world was made through the Word or Jesus. So there it has the idea of the creation, the sphere of living things. But then it says in the same verse that the world did not know him. So within one verse, the same word is used, but used with two different meanings. One meaning refers to the creation, and one meaning refers to mankind. And then we have in John chapter 12, verse 19, where the Pharisees say, look, the world has gone after him, referring to a large group of people, specifically different ethnic groups. But then in John chapter 15, verse 19, John writes, if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own, but you are not of the world. So we have to ask, in what sense are the disciples not of the world? Are they not part of God's creation, thus they're not part of the world? Are they not part of humankind, thus they're not part of the world? Well, they are part of creation and they are part of humankind, so in what way are they not of the world? Well, John uses the word world in verse 19 to describe the prevailing system of ideas or thoughts or worldviews that govern the world. John himself defines it pretty clearly for us in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 15. He says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, and here it is, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride and possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away, along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. So this is what John is referring to when he says that the world will hate you. People will hate you because you hold a different perspective, a different worldview as a Christian. Well, what about our world today? What is the prevailing mindset, the desires of the flesh? What's the prevailing worldview? Well, let me just describe it in part. This world that we live in says that you can choose your identity no matter what your biology is. That love should have no limits whatsoever. That you don't have real existence until you can show forth any value. That there are no judgments allowed. That you're supposed to pursue comfort and ease at all costs over any type of sacrifice. That you are to be entertained instead of engaged in worship that you are to be me-centered, that inverses a gospel-light, rock-solid, God-glorifying truth. Those are but a few of the issues that the world speaks of as right and good and the path forward, and sadly, many churches as well. So when you live out a spirit-led, biblical worldview of God's authority in your life and in your home, and love is about self-control, and that a person has value because they have the image of God instead of what they may or may not be able to contribute to the world, and you are a voice of correcting lies and half-truths, and that you're running away from pragmatism for the sake of biblical consistency and worship that God desires instead of what man decides, well, then you better believe you will have enemies and the world will defy and disdain you, and sometimes... It'll be the people within the church. This happens when you live out a Christian life, when you abide. But I want to encourage you to continue to abide in Christ day by day. Today, when you pray, 
please pray for Christian Martinez and his family, our missionaries in Romania. And also remember the Lingala Life Word broadcast that's heard in the Democratic Republic of Congo.